Hey, this is Dr. Priyanka Venugopal, and I'm coming to you with a tiny but mighty concept that was inspired by a comment that I got on an email I sent to my email list and posted on Instagram on Monday regarding logging points and calories and basically how I didn't want to have anything to do with it. So I hope you enjoyed today's tiny but mighty concept. It is going to talk to you about logging points and what are my thoughts around it based on a comment that I got from someone on this topic. Before I got married, I went on a date night with my husband at the Cheesecake Factory, and I saw that if I logged the cheesecake, I was going to go over my allowed calorie allotment. This was when I was using my fitness pal, and I had a conundrum. Basically, I could log it and feel kind of terrible that I was going over this allowed allotment, or what I had a tendency of doing was just not log it at all, hide from logging it, and basically start again tomorrow. And my friend Olivia posted a question on this topic, which I thought was so good to answer and really worth addressing. There are two ways of tracking and logging the food that you're eating. The first one is what I call the diet industry standard. So you are told how many points and calories you're allowed to eat, and then you're tracking and logging in a way so that you try to get under what you're allowed to eat. When you're logging and tracking with this lens, you are inevitably going to feel some restriction and a lot of deprivation on your weight loss journey. Your brain's physiology will not only make weight loss harder, your metabolism will slow down, you're going to hold on to fat more, and you're going to have an exponential increase in your desire, your cravings, your urges. You will find your brain rebelling against the rules and you'll find yourself on the weight loss roller coaster undoing a lot of your successes. There is a second way of thinking about how you might want to log and track your food. So when you're not using an external metric, like what the diet industry has told you, but in fact, you're using your natural hunger and satiety cues, your gut is what's driving how much you're eating and when you're eating, then you can think about tracking food simply as a data metric. You get to just take inventory of how you're eating so that when you do an audit process, when you look at your results, you can look at the data and ask yourself, I wonder how these foods played a role in my results this week. You have objective data to look at whether there's something you want to tweak. We're going to be getting into this on the webinar, The Three Proven Steps to Consistent Weight Loss Results on Sunday, March 10th. You can grab your seat over at theunstoppablemombrain.com forward slash webinar, and I will email you all the details. And make sure you block the time and come live. I want you to understand why you're doing what you're doing, why it is that your brain will be more consistent in following through versus when you're going to find yourself needing to take breaks from your weight loss strategy. I can nerd out on this topic literally all day. And so I want you to keep your questions coming. If I share a piece of content or an email or a post and you have a question or a thought bubbles up for you, then I want you to DM me or drop it as a comment and I will answer it just like this. So Olivia, thank you for your comment. It inspired this whole post. When you understand the science and the mindset of consistent weight loss results, you're going to blow your mind with the results you can get this year. And I want that for you. You can drop me a message over at info at theunstoppablemombrain.com via email or on Instagram. I'm the unstoppable mombrain. I really love engaging with you all in the DMs and via email and in the comments. And I truly want to hear from you, your thoughts, your questions, what's coming up for you. And I'm here to help you overcome anything that you find coming up. So I'll see you there.